Hello and welcome to Kevin's Podcast Show. I'm your host, Kevin Marshall. I am a paramedic, podcaster, prognosticator, prophet, prodigy, and your purveyor of hardcore podography. With three ex-wives and three ex-houses, I am the foremost authority on all things asshole-related. Welcome to the show. Okay, yesterday we left off before we could give the final scores between Breitbart News and CBS News in the World News Boxing Council's Championship for yesterday. The story was about the embattled Virginia Democrats, the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the attorney general for the state. All three of those are the top three executives in the in the whole state or the Commonwealth of Virginia, as it were. And they're all embattled in different things. Well, two of them are white guys. One of them's a black guy. The two white guys mm, had some racist stuff in the back. And uh, the the black guy, nah, he got accused of uh, forcing a woman to do a sexual act. So, you know, hey, somewhere down the line it's a problem. But anyway, they had those stories on CBS and Breitbart yesterday on the podcast. If you didn't uh, uh, listen to it, I suggest before we re- reveal the winner, you, you go on over to episode number 19 and check that out. Here's a little clip from each one of those. Breitbart says the National Organization for Women calls on Justin Fairfax to resign. CBS News says that the future is uncertain for top Virginia Democrats among several scandals. Okay, those are a couple little snippets from yesterday's show. That was episode number 19 of 21 on the 21-day challenge. It was a an awesome battle between Breitbart News and CBS News. And here are the results from the referees. On round one, in the facts of the case... Judge Alton Wright scored it 10-9 for Breitbart News. Libby Left scored it 10-9 for CBS News. And me, the referee, scored it 10-9 for CBS. In the style round, Alton Wright scored it 10-9 for Breitbart. Libby Left scored it 10-9 for CBS. And me, the referee, scored it 9-10 for Breitbart News. Objectivist in the final round, Alton Wright scored it 10-9 for Breitbart News. Libby Left scored it 10-9 for CBS News, and I scored it 10-9 for CBS News, giving it a grand total of Breitbart News for Alton Wright, 30-27, CBS News, 30-27 for Libby Left, and in your split decision winner on the referee's decision, that would be my decision, the score was 29-28. For your new champion... CBS News. And now, let's get on to episode number 20 of 21 on the 21-Day Challenge for Kevin's Podcast Show. Thank you once again for being part of the 21-Day Challenge, 21 podcast in 21 days with 21 minutes of content new every single day. We are on episode number 20, season 2 of Kevin's Podcast Show it's going swimmingly, if I do say so myself. Things have gotten a little better on my end. I've uh, learned how to uh, edit a little better. I've learned how to talk a little bit better. I've learned how to breathe a little bit better, and that's all good things. Okay, first thing we want to do is the shout-outs. All right, shout-out to Anchor Podcast App. They are the sponsors of this episode They have merged with Spotify to give you a more enhanced, better podcasting experience. 
Also, don't forget the other podcast that I enjoy, Shift Ender Podcast with my buddy Drew McSalty. Also, don't forget the Smug Cast. Uh, they are AP and BJ, two married 30-somethings that comment comedically on everything from politics to religion and everything else. Don't forget Facebook. We have Weird Tennessee, Hillbilly Memes, and the Libertarian Party of Tennessee. Also, don't forget my buddies on YouTube, Jason Albert TV, super funny guy, Tyler Cassidy, great original songs. Used to be named Froggy Fresh, and before that he was Krispy Kreme, but this new stuff that he's got coming out, folks, is fantastic. And don't forget Adam Adam Calhoun, he has a new song on uh, YouTube. You can look it up. It's featured Demon Jones. It's called No Way. And don't forget Simba TV, that is the new... uh, review program on youtube he's a really cool guy he does a lot of music reviews okay let's get on with the show this weird tennessee story comes from chattanooga april the 12th 1890 that's right almost 200 years ago the people of Oakdale, Tennessee are very much excited over the comings and goings of a veritable wild man, a compound of Samson and Esau. A party of men in the street were surprised by the appearance of a tall, broad-shouldered man naked from the waist up with hair unusually long on his head, breast, and arms. They began to approach him when he threw one of them over an embankment and in a pitched fight which followed whipped six of his persecutors. A dozen railroad men finally overpowered and bound him and locked him up in a fruit car. Within an hour he was free, having burst the rope with which he had been tied and crushed the side of the car as if it had been paper. He had undoubtedly escaped to the mountains and no anxiety to search for him is displayed. So I think Tim Burchett should know about this because he's the congressman from Tennessee and he's also an avid Bigfoot hunter. But I'm just saying... Maybe Bigfoot lives in Oakdale, Tennessee. And that is some Weird Tennessee news brought to you by Weird Tennessee on Facebook. Okay, clipping right along on episode number 20 of 21 on the 21 Day Challenge, we're going to have a little bit of entertainment news. Stand by for that. And now it's time for entertainment news. I'm here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. You could ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? In the woods today, L.A. discovered a charming little landmark. The pet cemetery. Place to bury our pets and remember them. Might seem scary, but it's not. Perfectly natural. Just like dying is natural. Okay, it's just a little clip from the upcoming Pet Cemetery remake. The original film was in 1989, and it's based off a Stephen King novel. Uh, this movie sounds creepy, and I guess I'll go watch it because I like creepy shit. But anyway, based on the seminal horror novel by Stephen King, Pet Cemetery follows Dr. Lewis Creed played by Jason Clark in this version, who, after relocating with his wife Rachel, played by Amy Simmons, 
and their two young children from Boston to rural Maine discovers a mysterious burial ground hidden deep in the woods near the family's new home. When tragedy strikes, Lewis turns to his unusual neighbor, Judd Crandall. That's played by John Lithgow, and I always enjoy John Lithgow. Setting off a perilous chain reaction that unleashes an unfathomable evil with horrific consequences. All that sounds really creepy, and I'm kind of excited about watching that. So that's a little bit of entertainment news right there. We've got just a little bit more. Let's talk about my favorite actor. If I were going to be gay, this would be the guy I'd be gay for. Let's talk about, of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What are your names again? My name. It doesn't matter what your names are. All right, that's a little clip from The Rock's new movie that's coming out. It's called Fighting With My Family. It's based on the true story of superstar Paige in the WWE, if you keep up with WWE. Fighting With My Family follows a young British woman, uh, played by Florence Pugh, who battles the odds to make a name for herself in the big leagues of American wrestling. Uh, I think The Rock's actually producing this. He's got a cameo appearance in it a couple times in, in the film, but, uh, of course, his name's being stuck with it because he is a box office dynamite. He's every kind of dynamite. He's one of the greatest human beings on the face of the planet. Hey, Dwayne The Rock Johnson for president in 2024. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, I'm excited about this movie. I'll be watching it. I don't know where everybody else will. I'm, I'm not. I don't actually think it's going to make an impact. Really, I don't think it's really going to be a big box office thing. But I'm going to go see it because it's got the rock in it. What else can I say? All right, and that is entertainment news for today. Stand by after the break. We're going to have an update. That's right. We're going to have an update from the unknown redneck. Hey friends, Unknown Redneck here on Kevin's Podcast Show. We're back once again to give you a little bit of an update what's going on in Unknown Redneck's life. I'm going to tell you right now, we got some big news, honey. We just so proud, me and Cheryl, we just can't stand ourselves. Starla Jean has done been made the morning manager down to the hardest. I reckon she's going to teach all them new youngins how to make biscuits like she makes them, and honey, they like it, and I'm just so proud of her. I just can't see straight. And that's good news for her, cause she's gonna be starting. She's gonna be getting married that there uh, John, Jean, Luke, John, Luke, that little Frenchy feller. She's gonna be getting married to him, and they'll need every dime they can get. Cause when you're starting out new, you gotta have all the money you can have. And honey, that's a good thing. She got her a good raise. She makes a better check. And I'm proud of her, and I'm glad she's doing it. And we also got some news about Kurt Angle. Lord have mercy. That youngin's trying to grow a beard, and it looks like a mangy dog. I'm just gonna tell you right now. It's patched all over the place. He can't grow a good one. I'm just telling you, but. That's what his little blue-haired girlfriend wants done, that little Joanne girl. She wants him to grow a beard, so he's trying to grow one, so I kindly encourage him along and tell him it looks good, but shh, don't tell him I said so, but man, it just ain't no good, now I'm just telling you. And other news we got going on, Cheryl has started to exercise, honey. She went down there to the church and started with the other church women down there, and she started doing yoga classes. And I don't know what Yogi Bear's got to do with exercising, but somehow or another, she's exercising with some Yogi. I reckon she's trying to look better for Starla Jean's wedding. She wants to be looking good in them pictures. I think she looks good now. I tell her she looks great all the time, but, you know, she don't believe me. She wants everybody else to tell her, I reckon. So, anyhow, that's just a little update from the Unknown Redneck. We've been laid off for a few days from Kevin's podcast show. Been back at the work week all week this week after we done went down to Chattanooga last weekend. Mmm, had a good time then. And, honey, we sure do appreciate you listening. And this Unknown Redneck, and you know where I am. Well, congratulations to the Unknown Redneck's daughter, 
Starla Jean for being promoted to manager at Hardy's. Like the unknown redneck said, she's going to need all the money she can get uh, now that she's getting married to Jean-Luc. And Kurt Angle, poor little feller, trying to grow a beard. And, well, let's just hope that turns out good because it would have been bad enough if he'd had blue hair in the uh, wedding pictures. But if his beard looks awful, well, that's going to be just as bad as blue hair in my opinion. But anyway, all right, let's move on. Okay, it's a new feature on Kevin's podcast show. We're going to be doing some tweets and review of some tweets that's coming from our Tennessee representatives. Today's is a video tweet from Tim Burchett and a couple little tweets that come from that. And this is the audio from that video. Hey, everybody. Just leaving the budget committee meeting. We're going to go And had some big discussions over funding. And I asked some questions about the uh, Department of Education and their $68 billion that they fund all the bureaucrats here, and I noted that not a one of them taught anybody to uh, read it. And one of the replies to that video where he was talking about the uh, bloated budget for the uh, Education Department and how that they spend that money federally and how they could take that billions of dollars and send it back to the home states, which I agree with. I mean, it that money that gets sent to the federal government doesn't belong to the federal government. It belongs to the states, and people should know that. And he knows that. Tim does. And so he's on the budget committee. He's a freshman uh, representative, but he is on the budget committee. So he is a voice there, and he maybe make a few people mad. He said he ruffled a few feathers, and he and we got a couple replies. One from uh, G underscore Unit twelve o six said, how, "How dare you suggest common sense reform?" Tim Burchett replied, "Well, a blind squirrel gets an acorn every now and then." Uh, another reply to that same one was, better idea, eliminate the Department of Education, cut taxes, let the locals have the money directly with no bureaucracy in the middle, only returning pennies on the dollar. And Tim Burchett replied, well, that was the general idea. It is a general idea. I know that, uh, I believe it was George Bush Sr. It could have been Reagan, but I'm pretty sure it was George Bush Sr. Sr. that elevated the Secretary of Education to a cabinet-level position. I don't agree with that. I don't agree. I think that the United States government does not have, the federal government does not have a Department of Education. They don't have an education system. Now, each county in the state has an education system. Each state has an education system, and each city has an education system, but the federal government doesn't have one. So what does it do? It spends money, blows money right and left. And a couple of my teacher friends are not happy with the education secretary, DeVos. I don't remember her first name, but her last name's DeVos. They're not happy with her for whatever reason. That's um, Donald Trump's secretary of education. I don't agree with them having a Secretary of Education. I think it's a bloated department. I agree with Tim Burchett. Send the money to uh, the states. Let them have the money. That's where it should be. That's whose hands it ought to be in. And anyway, there's just a couple little... uh, That's his video tweet. Tim Burchett's a a good guy. If you want to follow somebody that's kind of funny on on, uh, Twitters and on the Twittersphere, that's a good guy to follow. So anyway, and he is a uh, freshman representative from the state of Tennessee. I hope he does well. He's not in my district. I'm right outside of his district, but I do follow him because he does represent me indirectly anyway. So, all right, that's a new little feature that we've got. 
Okay, in the few minutes we've got left here, I want to talk about the news that came out that Anchor was bought by Spotify. They also bought Gimlet. And this is a story from The Hollywood Reporter, and it talks about this purchase. Evidently, Spotify realizes that podcasts like mine are the wave of the future. That's what people like to listen to. It's how people get their news a lot of times, and they know that. So here's the story behind Spotify's huge bet on podcasts market growth. So here we go. The company is buying podcast producer Gimlet Media and distributor Anchor, and ramping up to spend more on acquisitions this year. Fans of the podcast startup might want to get ready for a new episode all about acquisitions. The company behind that podcast, Gimlet Media, sold to Spotify on Wednesday morning in a deal said to be worth over $200 million. It's part of a larger push to an for audio content for the music streaming giant that also saw it acquire distributor Anchor and pledged to spend as much as $500 million in acquisitions this year. The deal, considered the largest in podcasting industry to date, signals that Spotify's ambition as it races to compete with leading podcast distributor Apple. Our goal is to become the world's number one global audio platform, content chief Don Ostroff told The Hollywood Reporter in an interview following the announcement of the acquisitions. She points to the difference between the size of the video industry. The digital video ad spend was $13.2 billion in 2017. The size of the audio market, $314 million in podcasting revenue in 2017 as a sign that there's a significant growth potential in the space. So there's a difference between, I'm just paraphrasing this there's a difference of uh, 314 million dollars in podcasting revenue for the distributors and 13.2 billion for the video market which would be like youtube and vimo and those kinds of things and they said that because there's such a disparate disparagence between those two numbers that there is a big big uh, room for growth in the uh, podcasting market so that's good news for people like me who do an independent podcast uh, there's significant growth potential in the space. People have a finite amount of time, and yet they're really into dividing their time equally between video and audio. And I find that true because I listen to a lot of audio broadcasts while I'm driving down the road. And I, I assume that a lot of people listen to my podcast while they're riding around or maybe while they're doing some small task or something like that. They've just got it on in the background, and maybe they don't hear everything that I say, but they listen to most of the podcasts like anybody else. You listen to the radio sometimes things you tune in some things you tune out and that's okay so that's uh that they realize that there's such a growth potential there spotify which has 200 million users and 96 million subscribers currently boasts that it is second biggest podcasting platform behind apple in a blog post on wednesday ceo david eck said he believes that eventually more than 20 percent of all spotify listening will be non-music content that's where Gimlet comes in. The producer of such shows as Reply, Reply All, Homecoming, and Heavyweight will give Spotify control over not just podcast distribution, but also podcast production. Gimlet and Spotify have been partners for several years, first on Spotify's original podcast, Mogul and Ladder, to exclusively distribute the second season of the show, Crime Town.
Let's see. Both companies have said the deal, which is expected to close by the end of the first quarter, will not impact business at Gimlet, which will continue to operate independently. So that's these are all good. These are good news. This is good news for podcasting, and I'm excited about it. Okay, let's finish the show, folks. All right, this has been episode 20 of the 21 Day Challenge. 21 podcast in 21 days with 21 minutes of new content each day. One more day and we'll be done with the 21 day challenge. We'll be back to the long form podcast after that. We'll be able to do lots of different things on that. I'm going to have some guests come in. Well, I think it's going to be, I think it'll work out great. I think this 21 day challenge has really helped my podcasting ability, which makes your listening pleasure even better. It's a win, 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 all around, round, round. That's all I got to say about that. Let's finish up the podcast. Uh, quick shout outs again to uh, Anchor uh, Podcast app. They sponsor this. They merge with Spotify, so Spotify sponsors this indirectly. Uh, Jason Albert TV, Tyler Cassidy, and Adam Calhoun on YouTube. Uh, the Shift Ender Podcast and the Smugcast with the two podcasts. And don't forget on Facebook, Weird Tennessee Hillbilly Memes memes and uh, the libertarian party of tennessee all right folks i'm out of here deuces and duck lips she has no idea what she's talking about how many times have we jerked off into a sock that's like well like not today first is she asking today and second of all that's Literally like the last line of defense when we, you know, who jerks off on the floor? Wait.